Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 69, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. everybody here we are again hi jay good to be with you again indeed indeed it's every week it comes around too quick (laughs) (laughs) i I must say um i saw your instagram page the other day with your lovely drawing of that dog my inky dog your inky dog yes um and also i liked the comments that you put underneath so um that it kind of sparked up for you um yeah so people go investigate jeremy's instagram account <laughs> <laughs> it's an it it's for me it's sort of art stroke creative stroke mindfulness stuff that i'm putting on there it's not something i'm using for anything else really it's just sharing bits of me yeah it's good it's good so yeah. Thank you. Okay, so so today, topic for today is da, da, da. ego. Ego here, ego there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be interesting to just explore a little bit the ego and how it can influence us. Okay. Um, because in human form, we need a bit of ego. But, but I've used that word again. I've forgotten since the last last episode. <laughs> it's only been a week. <laughs> um. Yeah. My understanding is is ego is there to keep us safe mm-hmm. at some level i really i'm trying not to use the word but <laughs> um and and it's not there to lead us because our hearts are there to lead us so but when we shift into our heads we become more ego led whereas when we're in our hearts and are more heart-led it's our soul or spirit that is leading us mm-hmm. so again this is this is why it's so important to be in the heart because when we're in the heart we can feel what's right for us when we're in the head we're overthinking things we're not necessarily picking up on what is actually right for us Mm -hmm. you want me to respond to that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i agree the the ego as part of what makes us up make yeah makes us up 
is trying to keep us safe. It's trying to do th or help us stay safe. The problem can be when we get hung up on the thought that the ego brings to mind, shall we say, or is linked to the ego self. So the ego helps us interact with the external world around us. Um, it can help us. Yeah, it, it can help us keep a balance and um, create a realistic understanding of the things that are happening around us. And it can help to assess the threat of danger, if you like, to us. The trouble is that we can over compensate we can overly rely on it to guide us and I'll use that term loosely in this case guide us to make the decisions that we think are right for us versus what you said right at the beginning of just dropping into your heart and feeling what it is that is right for us in that moment so the ego has its place, and it's part of us anyway, but the ego has its place that will help us move forwards if we allow it to play a part that works in harmony with our heart versus relying on our ego to make the decisions that we make to move us forwards in, in, in a situation. So perhaps worth giving an example of what I just, might just sort of example this. If I have an opinion about something, which I am allowed to do and you are allowed to have your opinion, then if I dismiss your opinion you're wrong I'm right that's ego in a negative way because mm. if I dropped into my heart and well yeah that's your opinion this is my opinion we have a difference of opinion and that's okay mm. I'm open to listening to your opinion Hopefully you're open to listening to my opinion and then we can either agree to disagree. We can maybe learn something from each other that might change our perception. Or we can just say, actually, I've been wrong all this time and that feels right to me. Wow, that's awesome. The trouble is that, again, possibly through programming of upbringing. We can get very fixated on our way being the way mm. and well that's what I was taught that's what it is that's what it is you're wrong I mean it's, it's a it's a very big trait in narcissists it's 
narcissistic behavior is, is I believe, very much around ego. And it's not ego as in, look at me, I'm the bit. It's just they don't. Well, in some of the ones I'm thinking of, some of the cases I'm thinking of, particularly, they can't, it's not even, they can't even comprehend that they might be wrong. It, it's not even a case of, I disagree with you. It's like, well, this is what I believe. And if you don't believe that, you're wrong. And that's it. End of story. <laughs> kind of, if we're going to the extreme. I was going to say that is the extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we all have some degree of that. And again, I believe it's when we are, when we allow it to be emotionally charged, then our ego can step in to protect us because it's trying to keep us safe. So if you say something I dis that I disagree with, then if I'm in my heart center and in a nice calm space, then we can have a conversation about it and as I say, come to an agreement, come to a disagreement and just, you know, but it's all calm and, put, you know, it's just nicely done and it's just a normal conversation. But it's, but it's also recognising that we're equal as well, isn't it? Yeah. Even if we have differing opinions, we're still equal. Yeah, absolutely. Because your opinion is your opinion based on your experiences and your life and your values and your, everything that's happened to you. My opinion's the same. It's as in, it's what I believe based on what I've experienced. And if we've had two different experiences, which everybody on the planet does, nobody has the same experience exactly, then we are going to have a difference of opinion. It's just how much of a difference and, and you know, where that lies. What I mean by emotionally charged is if I'm feeling vulnerable for whether it's in that moment or because something else has triggered me earlier in the day, then I could perceive you saying, well, actually, Jez, I don't agree with you as an attack. Then I now go into ego protective offensive. Well, actually, you're wrong. And actually, and then things escalate in a non-constructive way in terms of resolving or moving forward from that situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, because when you're in your heart you see things from a more loving, compassionate place. Yeah, there's no, there's no ego driving it. No ego driving it. Yeah, exactly. It's, the ego has got off the bus. Yeah, <laughs> it's stepped aside. Um, so, so it's a lot easier to see things from a more compassionate, loving place and to recognise that, that everyone's on their own journey mm -hmm. and, and they are where they are. And that's okay. And they're doing the best they can with the knowledge they have. And that's okay too. And that may be different to where we are. Yeah. But that, that doesn't mean that, that they're, they aren't equal to us that, you know, they, they've just got differing opinions because of where they're at. Um, whereas, like you say, if, if ego then takes over and, and you end up in your head and then it's, there, there can be judgment, there can be um, prejudice, 
there can be bias and people aren't doing it necessarily intentionally it's just it's coming out like that because they've allowed ego to take over and so mm. so judgments are made that perhaps you wouldn't make if you were in your heart yeah ego can also reinforce limiting beliefs mm. so ego is also part of the mechanism that helps us integrate experiences to make sense of experiences to say you know to that's linked with whether they're fun or whether they're scary or whether they're a threat or if we experience negative um situations experiences then part of that integration process is well we're always seeing that that's always occurring in our life it's always happening or you know similar type events that or those experiences building on top of each other rein can reinforce or create or reinforce a self-belief or a limiting belief of well i can't do that i'm not good enough to do that that keeps happening to me i must be a bad person what whatever variant or variation so and that's coming from ego making judgment about yourself isn't it yes so ego's there for a positive reason it is to keep us safe we need we need we need to basically tell it to shut up every so often yeah. you know i think we can what comes to mind is that that um you know the various cartoons over the years of the little angel and the little devil sitting on your shoulders and one's whispering good things and do this and one's whispering bad things and do that that's kind of ish heart-centered as the angel and ego as the little devil kind of imagery it, it's not like that because the ego is there and it can do and does do good things that help us move forwards it can also take over if we allow it to and send us further down a negative spiral, which is not beneficial. It certainly doesn't help us with, with healing and moving forwards from where we are if we're on a healing journey or we're trying to heal something, whether it's a past trauma or whatever it might be. It can also and does also help us to discern and integrate experiences that happen so that we can make sense of them. I mean, I know, um, previously said, you know, experiences happen. Do we need to make sense of them? Well, sometimes, yes, we do. You know, trying to, it, part of human nature is to think. That's one of the gifts we have in human form is that with the ability to think it's a gift and a curse because 
it's a gift if we use it in the right way of thinking to understand allowing what we need to learn to come up so it's that combination of heart-led versus think uh, head-led when we're disconnected from our heart and we go into our heads and we think and we think and we can end up in that situation where we're, we're looking at a an event or an experience and saying well there must be a reason to that there must be a reason why that's happened to me and we go down this rabbit hole of pursue pursuing something that may not even be relevant what's important is to look at what's coming up how am I feeling what is it that actually needs dealing with here let go of the emotion in whatever way that is whether that's mindfulness or allowing it to pass a bit of meditation a bit of healing whatever it needs to be to then allow whatever needs to come up to come up in terms of understanding knowledge awareness of the thing that you need to do the ego can be a bit like the the overprotective big brother of oh you're under threat i'm going to jump in here and protect you Mm. and that's not necessarily what we need we certainly don't need that all the time I'm not saying it's wrong at certain times. It may well be the right thing. We need to be aware, become aware of what's ego and what's heart. Because if we can separate the two in terms of understanding, Mm. then we can start following the things that are actually going to move us forwards in a positive way rather than following things because we believe that we're right. We believe that that's going to happen. I mean, like you said, it's got to be for our highest good. So just because I believe that I deserve a fancy sports car, just because, like we talked about manifesting last time, Mm. just because I want to manifest that if it's not for my highest good then I can believe it and I can but the ego can drive us in the wrong way to push us forwards so rather than allowing it to be or not be the ego can push us to do persistent and consistent activity that's actually not helping us move forwards So, yeah. And this is why it's so important to be able to recognize when we are in our heads and when we're in our hearts. Yeah. Just because when we're in our hearts, we will know what's for our highest good. When we're in our heads, we won't. pretty much (laughs) (laughs) yeah thing is we you know we we try and rationalize things 
but that's because we've been programmed to do that isn't it we've yeah. you know we, we've got to we, we've got to rationalize it we've got to understand it um we've got to learn it when actually we need to feel it mm. we need to absorb it and feel it and we can't do that if we're in our heads we ha- we need to be in our hearts to be able to do that So yeah, the you know the egos. It's a good thing, as long as we don't allow it to take over. Yeah. And you know it it can. I mean, it, it helps with. So, for example, it, it can help with conflict conflict and and coping mechanisms and things you know dealing with anxiety or dealing with distress or the trouble is that whilst we can use the ego to suppress things like that it's only a temporary relief it's only a temporary thing we've talked about this in podcast before where you know it's only treating the symptom not actually dealing with the root cause but Mm. but but to deal with the root cause we need to drop into our hearts because that's where we'll get the intuition. That's where we'll get the innate wisdom that this is what the problem is. This is what we actually need to deal with rather Mm. than just stroking the symptom and hoping it's going to go away. Well, it might for a while, Mm. but as we said before, (laughs) if we don't learn the lesson, if we don't deal with it, it will come back to bite us in a bigger and more severe way mm-hmm. or a more a dramatic way, possibly. Dramatic, perhaps, yeah. Yeah. But, but when, when we're ego-driven, we tend not to listen properly. Whereas when we are in our hearts fully, it's a lot easier to listen. And I mean, listen on all levels. Mm-hmm. So not just like me listening to you now, but me listening to me, me listening to that innate wisdom within me. Me listening to what feels right for me well, and and is for the highest good of me and everyone around me, rather than me just shoving ahead with something because I think it's right for me and blow whether it affects anybody else in a positive way or not so it's you know when we're when we're in our hearts it's a lot easier to listen to ourselves and to what's right for us yeah absolutely without being affected by what ego decides we should be doing Something one of my clients said to me a while back. We were talking about ego, funnily enough. And they're saying, yeah, but ego's got a positive role to play. You know, you look at athletes, look at, you know, top performing athletes. 
you know, they they can be like, well, use the example of football. You know, look at some of the footballers that are the, the highest paid footballers. They can be very full of ego. And yeah, but that drives them forwards. That's what, that's the motivation. That's, you know, it's because they're egotistical that gives them that per, um, determination to push forwards and be the best they can be. Well, my viewpoint is I disagree with, I mean, yes, okay, it can typically to the detriment of other people. Mm. I believe that you can have that same drive, that same determination, that same focus, I would argue better when you're coming from your heart. And I believe that, you know, you don't have to have a massive ego to be the best tennis player in the world. No. You have to have the focus and the dedication and to be in the moment when you're playing your matches. But the passion comes from within. Yeah. Not from the ego, it comes from within. And when it's coming from within as well, there's consideration for everyone else around who may be affected by what you're doing or not doing, what it is you want to achieve. Certainly more aware. Definitely. Yeah. But I I would agree with you, if you if you really want to be successful from about with something, whether it's a job or a sport or whatever it is, it's got to come from within. Well, the passion for it comes from within. The excitement about it comes from within. And when you're putting those kinds of energies out to the universe, the universe will hear you and, and, and the gratitude as well. Hmm. Um, And then the universe hears you and helps you to align with that. I'd like to sum it up like this, I think. Your ego and being in your heart. So if you want to achieve something, your ego and being in your heart can both be used to drive you forwards. When you're in your heart, if it's for your highest good, when you're within your when you're in your heart, everything clicks into place and flows. Yeah. Ease and flow, nice and peaceful. When you're using your ego, when you're in your ego, and you're ego driven, you might still get there, but I bet you have a damn tougher time of it. And it's more forcing your way through it rather than allowing it to be as it's meant to be. Mm. So for me, I kind of like taking the ease and flow option personally (laughs) nowadays. And, you know, I've certainly been ego driven in the past in some of the corporate roles that I had. Mm, Me too. And. Again, I think with a lot of the topics that we've covered in these podcasts over over the multiple episodes we've done, you know, nearly 70 now, is 
awareness. It, it, it's being aware of these things. So if you become aware, like I said last time, become aware of the words you use, the language you use. If you become aware of what the ego is, what it does, or just be aware of, am I in my head or am I in my heart? Being aware of what emotions or energy or feelings are going on in my body and where are they and what are they? They're all indicators of what it is we actually need to deal with, but we can't deal with it until we're aware of it. Mm. And I think, again, today's topic, we're only scratching the surface, really. But then at this point, it's, it's about awareness, isn't it? It is. And that's that's why awareness came up for me. It, it's it's awareness of we have an ego and an ego in itself is not a bad thing. It's there for a reason. It's being aware of where we are in any particular moment. And is it coming from the heart or is it coming from ego? Mm -hmm. And whichever route we pursue, is it for our highest good and is it really what we want to do? And typically, as we know, it's what we want to do and what's right to do is what we feel. Yeah. When we're in ego, we're not feeling. Mm. So if we pursue ego... The, the, the ego route then we don't necessarily know what we're doing is the right thing because we're not feeling yeah so we can end up a lot of energy time effort upsetting people all the rest of it pursuing something that actually isn't for our highest good anyway mm. i think you've put that very well, to be honest. I don't know that I can add anything to it. <laughs> it just, it does come back to head versus heart. Heart versus head. Yeah. That we need to make sure that we've dropped into our hearts because that's where we feel everything. That's where we know we have this innate knowing that is within us when something's right, when it's correct for us. Yeah. And when we're in our heads, we don't have that same knowing. So there you go. Indeed. Thank you. Interesting topic once more. So thank you very much for your time, Jay. It's okay. Good to catch up again. Likewise. Hopefully it's uh, given listeners something to think about course if you've got any questions if you have any comments to make <laughs> feel free to get in touch um or put comments below the um the podcast for us and we will uh respond to any comments that are put there for us yeah good good so i'll see okay. you next week then Yes, indeed. Thank you very much once again. And uh, for now, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Bye.